Yes, it does. No. <laughs> yes, it means does. means he sits in the you chair. You used to be so picky. Man, you are like, so... Boogie, I want to invite so-and-so. Why? You know, what are they going to talk what about? about? What topic Kathy? are they going to bring in? This is about you not bumping genitals with me. I'll tell you what this is about. What this is, is this about? This is about the shoddy taping job that you did on Don't my Don't shame my fucking tape job, I'm Kathy. shaming your tape job. I work day in what? and day out. To put tape down on a table? <laughs> to put the... <laughs> To put tape down in a in a fashion that holds that microphone stand it's in place. It's so ugly. It has orange on it. We've bitch. got three, four colors. Look at that. See, that's why we start this show. That's how we start this show with tape globs. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it. Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? <laughs> Scared that your desires might be strange? <laughs> Come and join the kinky world of play. Only one. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Dungeon in North Hollywood, beautiful downtown North Hollywood. <laughs> downtown North Hollywood. <laughs> in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! We All actually right. have two members. We have of the two audience. members. Somebody not on the microphone. Yes, because normally when we have a, an audience here, you pull everybody in on the mic. That's right. Well, they'd have to share, and that might be hard. You're Kathy. I'm yeah, Del. You're Boogie. Well, I'm <laughs> like, longer, but why am I going before I'm you? I'm Count Boogie. And this is Perverted Podcast. Yes, it is. Hello, listeners, pee-pee zombies, pee-pee zam zits, and other library prank people. Library prank people. <laughs> library. You have that on here. I don't understand what that I, means. I, hello, if you, are, if you have found Perverted Podcast because of the library prank, Frank, then welcome. We had a big jump in listeners. Remember, I told you we had a big jump in listeners, yes, and I'm I like, remember. okay, there's new people, and you never know. Somebody posts something, and and then a bunch of people come in, and that's great. Some people stay, some people are run away, terrified, and other people's called CPS on us. You know, so nobody it, calls. They CPS. do, they do, because no. we abuse your ears. What does that have to do with children? What? Children Protective Services. Yeah. Okay. Look, Kathy. Just it's a joke. <laughs> Fucking run with it. Just because I call you on shit. Just run with it. Just don't analyze. Just just go with it. I can't help it. Just it's who I am. Bump, just bump genitals with me. I'm God not damn bumping it. genitals with you. <laughs> damn it. Just bump genitals with me and just let's just. Although I have a price. If you gave me enough money, I would. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. As we discovered when we discussed <laughs> prices. A few shows back. Oh, that's remember? right. What yes. was your wait? What was your price for? I don't remember. I remember think we talked about how I was sitting at work looking at my boss, thinking I would never fuck him, and then then, I, then the thought was <laughs> into my head. You know what? Given enough money, I would. I, fat, I have a price. You're a fat G on the table. You'd be yeah, like, that's a good you're all, Do I have to make eye contact with you? <laughs> can you just you know take me from behind? Yeah, you can then take we're me good. from behind. Maybe I can get a picture of like that chick from Misery that you always fantasize <laughs> oh, about. Oh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, just Kathy Bates, and you're like, okay, this is Kathy Bates with a very warm short strap on. It's just yes, yeah, I like that idea. That I could do, do that. <laughs> just, Didn't we say earlier we were going to put a screen between you and I so we didn't have to look at each other during <laughs> that would the show? Be amazing. I want Kathy Bates' picture on my side, that so is, I'd be much nicer to you, Boogie. I'll put Jessica Rabbit okay. on yours or something, and I'll be all, hello. <laughs> we'll know, and we won't know what the picture is. 
oh, yeah, until, until the other starts talking. <laughs> and then I'm like, Kathy. What's your picture? <laughs> Kathy, apparently your picture is uh, not me. And uh, now that's right, what's so, the library prank? So, okay, so here's here's what happened, you know, because I don't, I don't know things. <laughs> we should just end we the show. We all know that. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> that's the show. I don't know things. No, um, so I, I have some instructional videos, not very good ones, but I have them. And one of the videos that actually did pretty well was with Mew, I did a how to give uh, a sensual spanking. I remember that one. And the voice I have on that, because, you know, when I get into that teaching daddy mode, I talk real creepy. I'm like, okay, and now we're just going to give this little spanking, and, and then we're going to warm it up. It's going to be great, and then you can spread her butt apart, and that feels really good. Like like total like creepy adult Mr. Rogers voice. But it has like 600,000 views, and thousands of people hate it. But, you know, for the most part, like 75% of the people like it, and the other 25 people troll it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. And, and, and it did, a lot of people were very grateful, you know, oh, there's some decent, you know, how to give an essential spanking, you know, because when I first started spanking, uh, before I got in the lifestyle, I didn't know, I just, you know, whack away and, oh, okay, you're turned on now, we should fuck. So I didn't understand about did warm you up. really? And, oh, yeah, I was horrible. Oh. Another story about that in a little bit. Okay. But I actually... I'll make a note I here. actually played with somebody... <laughs> Uh, this weekend, they came over with a friend, and I had, and I used to date her like eighteen years ago, and she came over to hang out. Is her this who I think it is? Her and her friend oh. uh, came over, um, and they had both, you know, separated in their relationships, and they're like, you know, we really want to explore some things and learn some things and whatever. So yes. So, uh, so yes, I used that's one of the people that I used to, to do that spanking with. And, oh. and I was like, oh, just give me a chance. Just give me a chance to make up for it. Just give me a chance to make I'm up for I'm better. I just swear it. God, I'm better. <laughs> so, uh, so that came true. And that was actually really fun. So anyway, so I did this spanking video, right? And, and a lot of people have seen it. And so very happy, you know, to be a part. So all of a sudden, like two months ago, the video's been up for a few years. So all of a sudden... I start getting all these comments in the comments section. Are you here because of the library prank? I'm just here because of the library prank. Who the fuck is this guy? This guy's fucking weird, you know, and like all this stuff. And some were positive and some were negative, and it's all fun. Um, And I couldn't figure out library prank. And I kind of in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, somebody sent an email, you know, to a group in a library or something like that. I didn't really understand what that was. And then one of our listeners on our perverted podcast FetLife page emailed us a link and said hey do you recognize the you know one of the voices in this video and i open it up and it's a youtube video that's uh, like listening to embarrassing things in a library so it was a prank like a husband and wife or a couple or something Mm -hmm. uh that does a lot of these uh type of videos they went in the library and pretended to be on headphones, but they weren't necessarily plugged in. Okay. So it's that, you know, that fear that you know, all of it, and they're listening to porn, you know, in the, they're filming the reaction of the people in the library while they're just sitting there politely listening, like many people do in the library, but their things just not plugged in all the way. So right. you can hear the audio blasting through the library. And they chose three videos to prank with, oh, and they chose one was yours. One was one ah. was ours. So they had like how to give a blowjob, how to have a squirting orgasm, and then 
the erotic spanking video. <laughs> and so it was like a 10 minute video and they literally, they did like three different, and of course the reactions of the people in the library are pretty priceless. They're like, Oh my God, do they know? Should we tell them? And it's just like, okay, you're just going to bend her over now and you're just going <laughs> to give her these nice little, and then they're going to do some more. And this is all just creepy Mr. Rogers voice. Would you that be I my neighbor? Just totally just perv. And they're like, Oh my God, should we tell them? And so that video has a million six views or something like a million three views, like a lot of people watched it. And so that that's is, where we got our bump. So that's in where, numbers. So that's where we got our bump. I see. So hello to the people who came here from the library prank fit. And got I emailed it. the people because I don't remember. People sometimes ask me for permission. You know, hey, we want to use this. I say yes to everything. I don't care. I don't care if you are a Southern Baptist church and you want to talk about what a sinful, horrible person I am. I don't care. Actually, that would make you very happy if someone did that. (laughs) I know you. Because no matter what, people are going to come. And they're going to, and some of those people are going to make their own decisions. And some of those people who don't like the people that did that are like, wait a minute, these people are actually, you know, trying to help people discover themselves and, you know, and be consensual and stuff like that. So no matter what, that's where the term no bad publicity. If you are selling something, you can have bad publicity. But in something like us, I say yes to everything. So maybe I said, maybe they asked. I mean, people ask, hey, can I use your video for this? And I just say yes to everything. And just, yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So we get the bump. We can expect that now the numbers will tank again. Yeah. Um, But if they stay, that means that people actually stayed to listen. Well, I mean, it kind of went up. We went up like, I don't know, like about a thousand plays. And then it leveled back down over the couple months to Got about it. 500. So you know, maybe half of them stayed. That's pretty cool. You know, and how, you know, over time, some of them say. But the, the, the reality is this is why you say yes to everything because you never know. And, you know, it's something fun. And a lot of people were in the comments of that library prank video going, I came here for a prank and I learned how to give a spanking. That's so God damn cool. it. So God damn it. That is excellent. You can go to sleep very happy tonight knowing that. That I help perverts and non-perverts alike learn some things. I want to hear about Unger's very interesting Yeah, I see weekend. that. Unger. Hey, Unger. Yes, Boogie. Unger. It says here, Unger Bottoms. What's up with I, that? I, it's been a long time since you've bottomed. It has. Tell other, us, Unger. Other than for classes. Right. I bought them for classes frequently, but uh, yeah, um, the last time I actually bottomed was the time that we freaked uh, uh, Uncle Creepy out. Oh, with, oh, with Abyss? Oh, yes, yes. where, where, where you, you ate like one of your own blood clots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do regularly. What? what I do? <laughs> but yes. By the way, Abyss says hello uh, to everybody. I, I saw her briefly. That's very good. Yeah, I saw actually, uh, I did, uh, she stopped by and said hi yeah. for a little bit. It was cool. nice. Yeah, she said she was going to try to, but. She asked me to say hello. So, hello, all the listeners from Abyss. Um, yeah, I, I was supposed to go to a concert. I mentioned that last time I was on, and I ended up at a play party, and uh, it was two tops, four bottoms once I once they decided I was bottoming. Right. They just chose. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just walked in the room. It's like, oh, you're bottoming. I was like, all right, sure. Um, the interesting part was how we were doing it. We were playing with dice, and the dice were not happy or not, not nice to Nice to <laughs> Unger was, never has luck with anything. Oh, no, no, no. If we were playing D&D, I would have loved these <laughs> rolls. It was a 10-sided dice to determine what implement you were hit with. Right. 
and a twenty-sided die to determine the number of, of uh, hits you get. See, that's, I have a, I have I dice. That yeah, I have that. Yeah. I have that dice game. What? I have big fuzzy was dice that at, I made at the for the nerdgasm party. No, oh no, because <laughs> that been they occasionally bring yeah. that though. No, but this was this was this was like a paddle made out of a saw blade. Right, single oh, unger level, a little yes. more uh, unger level. Right. Yeah, these yeah. these are these are friends that I play with that are kind of heavy duty folks. What they do to you, unger? Well, I kept rolling five, which was canes <laughs> and rods. <laughs> and there were when you roll a five, that's two canes. And I kept rolling. I don't think I rolled below a sixteen all night. Right. Oh, Unger, I saw the pictures. Have you posted those? Um, I I put them in the chat for a while, but I have taken them down. Because oh. like my face is showing. Oh, oh that's yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put them up and down, but yeah, crop them. Oh, needs that's to see, let some me know. nasty marks on your back. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even post, show you the chest picture from the. Oh the, the my paddles. god! Uh, now, did you enjoy it? Oh, it was fun. It was fun until there was too much noise, and I've got this weird thing that I've had for a few years now. Um, too much noise in my left ear kind of pisses me off, and I got to a point where I was about to either I I I, I made my will check. D and D folks will get that. Uh-huh. Um, I was about to like completely rage because of the noise, and I finally just said, "Hey, I got to walk out," and I walked out. Good for you. I was up for getting hit more, but I, I, the noise just kind of, yeah. kind of was going to make me rage. So it was just so it was like outside noise, people. No, talking. no, no, it was like the single tail being cracked behind me. Oh, and we had talked about it, and that was like one of the things: don't crack a single tail right next to me. But it was the way I was standing versus the person behind me. Right. I realized I, it took some time for me to put all this together, but that was kind of triggering me. Sure. So. Wow. It's lucky, it that, lucky that you figured it out before you raged. Yeah. 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 They thought it was like, I just like, I've got to go now. They're like, what? I was like, I got to go now. <laughs> and they, and one of my friends walked out with me and we were talking about, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense that you did what you did. You did the right thing. I was like, yeah, I, I believe it or not, I use common sense and so un- when you, hunger self-advocated. That's right. Yeah. When you bought them, do you need ap- any kind of aftercare? I, I generally have a cigar. It's, a, huh. it's an aftercare. Yeah, it's it, aftercare. It's my aftercare. I kind of sit and just kind of focus on that to kind of bring myself back up. So you're you, uh, a masochist. What? Are you a masochist? I am a masochist. Like a, I, he sits on this show for 100 you, episodes, wow. Kathy. You haven't got the Yeah, hint. that's true. Anybody who sits <laughs> on this show. No, but um, you've talked about how, of course, you feel the pain, but you don't feel it as intensely as, as a lot of people. But So would that make you a, a heavy bottom or does, does it yeah. just not really... But I, I am a masochist also, and, and that night I was getting hit hard. Right. Well, how long ago was that? A week. Are the marks still there? Nope. Okay. Man, those He's are like some Wolverine. scary marks. He's Wolverine. He is Wolverine. Just gets beaten. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you... It was, it was a great night, and I'm really glad I chose to do what I did. I mean, I've seen the band a number of times, but and they got my money because I already bought a ticket. But oh. I'm, I'm glad I went and... This was right after I did my branding class and went to dinner and then went to that. What's arm wrestling? Arm wrestling. Um, I went to a thing over the weekend. I, I was not another thing. Another thing. Damn, he did I didn't so even much know this existed. It's a. It's a kinky it, arm wrestling. Almost. <laughs> it's it's uh, it was L.A. ladies arm wrestling. Okay. Uh, okay. And they do fundraisers for various organizations, sure. uh, which is what the arm wrestling was. Are you on some weird mailing list? You get all these. No, a friend. Events? A friend of a friend was actually arm wrestling in it. Okay. And it's a charity fundraiser. They 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 I like raise money for uh, trans teens in, in Los Angeles. Oh, that's nice. Um, and things like that. So it was you know a good cause. So, nice. um, it was kind of weird because at arm wrestling they would allow you to during the breaks in between the bracket levels they were you can pay so much to arm wrestle. Oh. Um, and it was like twenty dollars for most people, 
but if you're a cis male, it was 40. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Gendered pricing? It was yeah, fun. Right. What is that? What? Well, well, just, just to, to make it even more fun, though, my friends pulled money together. For have me go up and arm wrestle. Oh my! <laughs> the ten Not that I have anything God. against gender prices. The but ten people time Yes. How did you do against out about I, it? I, I won. You won. Yeah. But but well, we put on. A good, but we we actually put on a good show. Oh, okay. I, it was a. We had a lot of fun. We were both laughing the entire time. Right. Um. It was like she gave me a hug after, and then came back again to give me another hug. <laughs> it was good. a lot of fun. That um, is so hilarious. So uh, if you're in the LA area, I mean, I you know. Go go to this. It's it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We were laughing all night. There was like it was kind of like pro wrestling type personas that they all had. Oh, that's fun. Did yeah. they wear masks? So what? Some did. Oh, that's cool. Nice. <laughs> wow. So Boogie, I have I have a uh, observation to make. Kathy, I would like to hear your observation after we bump genitals. We're not bumping genitals, bumping and I'm genitals giving you my with You got to do a Kathy. jingle now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's We're your not observation? Do my, my observation is that uh, Unga pretty much makes up in the interesting life factor for what you and I lack. Because oh yeah, we, you're just now figuring this out <laughs> that Unger is like literally the epitome There's a of why a he's like eighty percent of the potato every time. Pretty just, much, yeah. He's just potato you know, mayhem. We should just rename Unger, it. To Unger, Unger has this weird thing. Unger mayhem. Now this is what Unger. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kathy. I'm talking to you now, but yes, Unger will yes, listen. Boogie. Okay. Unger has this thing that he does. He gets up, like out of his chair. And he leaves the building. He le- it's fucking it's fucking what? crazy. Like I think he has a car out there. What? And he gets in the car and okay. then he like drives it. That's a secret. To places. Maybe you and I should try it. Although I don't you know. Younger, am I right? You, I, you I, go to places. I go to places. You meet that, people. Kathy, Kathy, that is fucking crazy. I don't well, know. here's what here's what happens. He does it. I don't. Here's what happens, and this makes it even weirder. Winds I up with arm people. wrestling. <laughs> arm <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, chicks. It's it was great. He it was meets crazy. people and they get beaten. I meet people here and then they make me go other places. They like bug me until I go with them. Right. See, Unger doesn't know how to say no. No, uh-huh. but but he has fun. He's See, like, I just say no, and now nobody says He's anything like to me movie, anymore. He's like the movie Yes Man. That is his life. Yeah, but yes to fun. But he says it's yes weird. To isn't it? I say yes, yes to helping people move. Also. It's really creepy. See, <laughs> that's not fun helping people move. I'll tell you that. It right is now. pretty creepy. Okay, where I, is Mew? I, well, oh, I'm very glad you said that because I have to do a Mew and Bunny update. They're both out of town. Uh-huh. Um, so um, first, uh, Bunny, uh, Bunny sends me a text right before the show. She's in in uh, out of state, and there's time zone difference, and. Uh, and she's like, Daddy, I definitely just touched myself in my grandparents' house thinking of you in very depraved things. I love you. Good night. Wow. So I emailed. Oh, bunny. I texted back, hee I will read this on the show tonight. Men will <laughs> masturbate thinking about you <laughs> masturbating. She goes, ha, ha, ha. Okay. Sounds like masturbation to me. Oh, my yeah, that's, well, that's, that's where that joke goes. That's Bunny. So that's Bunny. Uh, Mew is at a longtime friend's wedding, so she's uh, yeah, a little out of town, not too far. But the other day, I want you to know how bad this has gotten, how not dominant I am anymore, how they just a blatant disregard to my amazing uber domliness. We're I'm in the shower. This is Mew, by the way. This is uh-huh. how bad it's getting, This Kathy. is Mew kiss? 
This is Mew. This is little cute little Mew lobster dress Mew. Who squirts snot all over your head. And so, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> and farts in bed. And this is how bad it's getting. We're in the shower and we're, you know, we're show- you know in the mop closet basically, which is, that's where I shower. Yeah. Um, and we're getting all rubby-dubby and, and I'm, you know, we got to wash our parts and, and I turn around and I, and I kind of turn around. And I'm like, don't look at my asshole. And she looks at me and without missing a beat goes, if I wanted to look at an asshole, I'd just look at your face. <gasps> no! Are you kidding me? No! And then you she just that? starts laughing like, <gasps> I burnt your ass! Uh, this is your influence. You realize this is that. Literally, and has not <laughs> shut up about it for a week. I'm like, okay, I gave you the point. You got, you can't. She just like tells everybody, "Ah, fucking big dumb asshole. (laughs) These are my girls. And you love every minute. Ah, It was funny. It was was funny coming out of her. And then she goes, (laughs) daddy, I burned you. (laughs) All like 98 fucking pounds, five, two. (laughs) <laughs> so cute. I could just see I'm you like, all drenched I, looking like a I'm wet I'm like, rack. you fall asleep before I do, and I'm awake when you're asleep. There was a... If yeah. they don't listen to the show, but if they are listening, I'm going to tell them, I got presents for the two of you, and you oh, didn't show up Yeah, tonight. you better show up. I have little gifts. Little gifts? Well, then let's get through this damn show. Celebrate your badge, because it rocks. Put a needle in your cock on Fed Life. When did you do that? New this jingle. morning. <laughs> this is what happens when the girls aren't here, right? I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I'm doing a jingle. A jingle. I got to mix that better. That sounded horrible. Whatever. But I liked it. Okay. Well, just remix it character. if you feel like it. Stick a needle in your cock. That's yeah. an unger thing. That's what happens when he gets in his car and leaves to go places. It's fun. He doesn't end up in a ditch. Talking about it. Yeah. Hmm? He doesn't end up in a ditch. No. He apparently winds up arm wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) You just choked on yourself. What is happening? All right. We got a post from Corinne who wrote. Oh, this is good. I like this one. She wrote something called tire kickers, which I'd never heard of this phrase, but apparently Uh, it's, it's, it's. All right. Tire kickers. People who find the polyamorous slash kinky slash swinging lifestyle shiny and interesting. So they date someone involved in them without any emotional labor or research on their own part. They might think that it's fun and exciting, but give no consideration to the actual effort that must go into actually living it. They date someone in the community. They dive in head first, picking up titles and labels and descriptors and expertise. I keep finding myself getting involved with these people. I spent four years with one when the newness of me wore off. They realized that we didn't actually fit. They realized that everything they thought they loved about me actually embarrassed them in front of their friends and family. Then they did the worst thing. They became better than me. My choices and ideas were suddenly toxic and unacceptable. The experiences we shared together became mistakes they'd rather not think about. My life is a fantasy that they want to play in and then go home to their hospital-cornered bedsheets. You know what? Don't insert yourself into my life as a tourist and expect a free pass when I'm attached and hurt by your abandonment. Don't demand my stories if you have none to offer in return. Don't ride along in my wake if making waves yourself is too dangerous for you. Don't kick my fucking tires. Well, well, she definitely had an experience. 
Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Sounds uh, sounds like uh, uh, this is a this is a very uh, this is a person that that has experienced some pain. Uh, I did not relate as much to this post. I mean, I surely understand. Nobody likes to get hurt. Uh, nobody likes to get hurt. It is so common in our lifestyle. I cannot tell you, Kathy. I'm sure you've heard the thousands of times where people they they kind of start to date or fall for someone that's like open to kink, you know. And they're like, "Oh, I just got I just got that from a friend, you know, who like came hey, and she's done it like a bunch of times." And it's like, "No, no, no, no. This I met this person. They're really, really cool. Blah, blah, blah. And they're open to kink. They're open to kink." What does that even mean? That means that they're not kinky, but they like the person, so they'll try it. Or people are coming in in their cues, or the term tire kickers. There's people that come in and check out the car. There's people that are curious and maybe want to try it, and then find out that, no, that's actually not what I'm into. Or they get in a situation with somebody where it's done in a way that makes it unattractive to them, and then they think that they're not into it. There's a million ways that people come in, and there's a lot of experienced people that I'm going to say in this case made the mistake of of being with somebody um, that that wasn't established in that lifestyle. Mm. This is somebody who's like, I want to try this and see how it goes. And we know from experience in the lifestyle, and I'm sure this person knew deep down because they're writing a post about it, that most of the time you're going if unless you approach very well and there's just endless communication and and so much work even then you're at about a 50-50 that the person's going to be genuinely into this i wouldn't even get that good of a stats but I, you know, yeah I, yeah it's like I, it's like I, I see these people but i don't like i'll do like a little sampler but i'm like i'm not going to get into a thing until like you've been here a year like see, even then it's like even a year, it's like some people will just ghost from the community entirely. It's like, you're not, unless I've seen you for a while and it's not just like new frenzy, like I'm not going to trust that you're going to stay around. Sure. Or are that into it or overlap. I'm exactly the opposite. I have a fucking sign over the door of my fucking place. Tire kickers, get your ass in here. And experiment and explore. I am so the opposite of this person. Which, by the way, four years isn't exactly tire kicking. After yeah, that, that's been a while. After four, you know, a few months, and then they bail. That that you know, I would say. But four years, it sounds like there was, you know, a whole lot personal of, dynamic. Yeah, issues. that's a whole. Like I've been with Mew for four years. You know, that's a long time uh, to be with someone. I'm sure there's there's other things. But the whole idea that now they turn around and start shaming, and I've experienced that before. I've absolutely experienced that before. But for me, it's such a complete opposite. Like, my whole jam is tire kickers. My whole jam is people coming in and trying things and not and not expecting them to fall in love with me or the lifestyle or whatever. I just want... I am so into helping people kind of discover what they do and what they don't like, even if what they find out is they don't like poly, they don't like kink or whatever, at least they gave it a good go. And at least they know now. And at least now they know. And so when they're around people or that are kinky or are poly, that maybe they'll be a little more understanding of those people that are into it. Um, so I like literally everything I do is the complete opposite of this. I love tire kickers. I love people to come in and just 
just try things. But what I would say definitely is this poster, if this poster gets in a relationship with another person that is, has not been in an established poly relationship before, I have no sympathy for you because you know this. You know this. This is, you know, it's it's very simple to just raise your standard and just say, I'm just like you just said, Dell. You just said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna invest myself in somebody that isn't established and doesn't have their own story. Yeah, it reminds me of when we were doing the whole like no expectations. Like no no no, we I can't like let's see what find what you want first and right. then then we can. Yeah, and some people are, are totally like me. I'm the opposite. I have no problem. I get ghosted. The majority, the vast majority, I have one partner. Out of all of my partners, I have one partner, Mew, whose family even knows I exist. One. So I, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to being the person that is embarrassed, you know, that you don't want to tell your family about. I bet this is my whole life I've been like this. You kind of prefer it, though, don't you? Well, no, I don't, I, it's not that I prefer it. It's actually, it's incredibly sad, but I, 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 I'm accepting of the reality. You know, I want a relationship with Mew. I want a relationship with Bunny. I want a relationship with these people. Oh, look, it's a person here. Uh, Hi, you're on the show. I'll call you back later. Okay, thanks. Can you please throw that over somewhere? Sorry. Mew, what the hell you, was that? That was my phone. Mew, Why used, do I always mute mine? Why don't you, you mute yours? Mute Because Mew usually handles letting people in and out, and then she holds the phone. So you're saying we're lost without Mew. Yeah, we are. We are. Who's going to time the segments? Who's going to tell us we're going over? Pretty much. So, yeah, my, my thing is is I'm used to this, and, and I don't like it. You know, I would love people to accept me for who I am and what I am and what I'm into. But I am I have so many years into being the black sheep of everything. But you don't like it when people uh, really bond with you and stay for long periods of time. You have one or two notable exceptions and everybody else. It seems to me like you're we've talked about this before, how you're. Your kink and your jam is mentoring somebody. Sure, that seems to in itself has have a shelf life because you 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 go your relationship has an arc. You begin just by throw it outside, Dell. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> stick <laughs> it under the couch. Yeah, stick it out, just throw it out in the fucking thing in the toilet, Dell. I don't know. They, they, apparently, whoever's calling really they're very insistent. Yeah. Um, they you they come in with a problem or an issue you're going to mentor them you take them through it they peak then they come out of it and the relationship's over but that's isn't that's that, something that you isn't enjoy that, isn't that like any relationship Not isn't necessarily there, no. i mean so many relationships are temporary we've talked you and four I four years talked. is a great run i mean it worked out bad for the poster but if mew fucking got up and left today under whatever circumstances that she would leave, even if it was "fuck you." I think you're an asshole, which I'm surprised she hasn't said years ago. But if she if she did, then four years is a great run of discovery with someone. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that uh, you come from a very different place from this poster. She's somebody probably like me and the majority of the people out there who will bond with someone and are looking for that. And um, I actually have a very different view than yours because it's. I, I think it's very easy to sit back and, and look at someone and say, well, I have no sympathy for you. You have no one to blame but yourself because you should have seen this coming. The rest of us can, uh, seasoned people can see it coming. Therefore, um, just learn from this lesson and don't let it happen again. Uh, people can be fooled very easily. Sure. And there are 
people out there who are experts at lying and fooling themselves and fooling others. Sure. So I don't find it um, unusual at all that an intelligent person might, I don't know who this person is, I'm assuming a lot, uh, find themselves in a position where for years at a time they encounter somebody and I know people like this too, who decide they're going to take a vacation of a a year or two or more from their life. And they're doing it while living their other life, like they're living this little side life. And that sounds pretty much like what we all do because we don't out ourselves to our family and our jobs and, and, and all these other places. And you are hearing these people tell you that they're into it, they you experience amazing things together. You have absolutely no reason to believe that they're lying. But you find out one day, this is a horrible thing when it happens to you. And I've felt it before and it's absolutely terrible. You find out that everything that you've been going through and, and that you two have been experiencing together has been a lie because they have been enjoying it, but not for the reasons they've been telling you. And you find out within the span of a very short time when they just turn your world upside down by telling you some of the horrible things that she alluded to. It's an embarrassment now. I've thought better of it. I don't want to do this shit anymore. This isn't who I am. And it makes a mockery out of everything that you have uh, thought you had built together. So again, I don't know anything about this person, but I do know that there are people very much like you, Boogie, who enjoy the teaching, who enjoy bringing somebody new and mentoring them into this lifestyle and that probably even are, I'm not going to say naive, but as willing to take in, believe what people say as I am. I think. And, and when you are, when you have that combination, that can be a toxic combination because you, you are taken in more often than other people. I, so I, I don't find it unusual at all that, that you can have a human being who is going from one relationship to the other, experiencing something similar and it doesn't mean that they're stupid and they don't see what, what's right in front of them and something that the rest of us don't see. It's simply that they believe people. When they say something, they take them at their word. I, I think this, like, a four-year relationship ending, that sucks, generally speaking, from any sure, perspective. from any relationship. But this one sounds a bit worse just from the whole switch of holier-than-thou, the, the entire, all of this is bad. Like, a relationship ending, sure... You're have bad enough. Yeah. yeah, that's well, bad the, enough. And, and the way the person like, deals with you're it. You're a deviant who likes bad things and none of this was good or real. Like That's just well, stabbing. This is, this is what happens. Exactly. Every, that's this, the worst like, part of it. This is the extra this bit. Is like, the whole, so everything else is like, oh, you ended up not liking it. That's fine. Like My rocks get off differently than yours. Cool. We'll just go our different ways. This is like, your rocks are wrong. Like, no. And you're a horrible person. This is and, what happens yeah. every time one person in a relationship becomes religious this happens millions of times <laughs> every year. It's not just about kink or poly. People misrepresent themselves all the time. People lie about who they are. People lie about having other relationships and entire families. So this is, I don't think this is exclusive just to poly or kink. This is people misrepresent themselves a lot or say they're going to try something or even just being as much as I, I remember uh, Telling someone, yeah, I love outdoor stuff. I, I love to try. And in my head, I'm like, you can do it, man. You could go on a fucking hike. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking go on a hike, but I want this person. So I'm like, okay, let's go on some fucking hikes. And 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 it's just... Yeah, the faking until lot- you make it 
works the, the, in some things, not people like try. your entire life. The yeah. fake it till you make it. Like maybe I'll get into it. Like there's some things. It's like a lot of people do that in a lot of different things. Maybe I'll become a this political affiliation or that affiliation. How many? I can't tell you in in the old days how many people converted to Judaism to be with a Jew or a Catholic to be with a Catholic. You know, it's it is. It is a lot of people kick tires and a lot of people misrepresent. And I think the the basis is is that it sucks when you're the one caught in somebody's change that they can't even change on their own, like you said, and just say I didn't like it. But they have to they have to bolster themselves up and and now become righteous against uh, the other person. And I don't know. After four years, I don't know where the communication went bad and how soon it went bad or if it was just a complete lie the whole time or if there was other breakdowns in the thing because you know we don't know that relationship it's true and it's also it can be a very positive time in your life when you are able to see a pattern in your life when you're able to look back and this is very often what happens on fat life if somebody somebody realizes this and they come up with a post that explains what they've just discovered. And I think this is what happened with Corinne. If I'm reading it correctly, you, you start to look at back in your life and you start to figure out what was the common denominator here. And you start to realize I have a pattern of behavior that must be bringing in this certain amount of people. So it can be a very positive time and a, a constructive thing to finally realize. I mean, it sucks too, because you realize you, you've been duped. You've allowed it to happen. You didn't see this coming, but now you see it and you can uh, set a standard for yourself and, and change your future based yeah. on this. So it's and, and when that at times like that, when it happens, you, you tend to write, at least I do. My writings are full of this. Is you write Just this venom. very empowered <laughs> yeah. post and where you're all, God damn it, that's enough. No more. And it's like, good for you. I'm glad. Frankly, I read this and thought, I'm glad you, you figured out this pattern in your life. You realize it for what it is. Doesn't sound to me like she's taking like she's just pointing a finger at all. It sounds to me like she's taking, finally taking control of her life and saying, I realize this now and now I'm going to take steps to make sure this doesn't happen again. And I think that is absolutely wonderful. And the only thing that I say in response to this is that is absolutely perfect for her and everyone that is in the same position as her. But don't shame tire kickers because you're now doing the exact opposite of what you said. You don't like a certain personality and you're mad that they turned around and got righteous on you in the same way. A lot of people come into this lifestyle as tire kickers and are exploring and don't know who they are and what they want. You just shouldn't be in a relationship with a tire kicker for yourself. But tire kicker kickers are my exactly who I'm looking for in most of my relationships. Most tire kickers are what we would call, you know, just newbies, newbies or groovy newbies. And, and that's a great thing. And tire kickers come in, they decide they like it or they don't like it and they move absolutely. on. Um, I think a better, you know, but very un, unwieldy title would be tire kickers. And then they stay and lie to you and decide, see, they're gonna, and that, see, you know, at and that point, not, I don't think that's a tire kicker it, issue. Yeah, that I think that goes you at four I years. You're, you're now a deeper level of shitty. It's a derogatory term, but it, 
but uh, pointing to a very specific type of person, not just somebody who comes in and is testing the waters. Right. We, the, the threshold, every club in, in the, on the planet uh, is filled with people who come in and can be called tire kickers if you really wanted to call sure. them that. They come in and they're testing the waters. Yeah. But our, our entire dungeon is based on tire well, kickers. We would have no money if yes, we didn't yes. have any tire kickers. Come in. We have newbies <laughs> classes. We teach people whatever. Yeah, but so, I, I think it's like what you said. You know, this is This sounds like something that... They, this has way more to do than kink or poly. This is a personality that people have that when they exit a relationship, they want to find a reason to either hate you or blame you so they can justify breaking up with you. This is almost every, and and I don't, haven't had a lot of either semi-long-term or intense relationships, but almost everyone I've had that has ended badly has been because of that. And they've got to find, find some, some way reason. of justifying and pointing the finger back at you or at so least they can saying, build that strength to be hateful yeah. of you so they don't and, get and hurt. And gain some distance from you and yeah. say, it's not you. I just need some distance from the thing or the yeah. whatever. It's like, you know what? Pat it. Own your shit and just walk the fuck away. That's right. God damn it. Touch our genitals together. Bum, 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 We're bum, not bum. bumping genitals. I'm visual. Unless I'm mentally. you first. I'm mentally. Yes. yes. <laughs> With a picture of Kathy Bates duct taped to my face. Exactly. <laughs> and it would be more than a, a, a grand. I'll tell you that much hand. right now. Bam! This is oh. all you this time. Oh, is this me? Oh, it's I thought you. you had other little ones. I don't. I okay, so first off, I just have to let people know. Um, we do have a phone number. <laughs> what is yeah. that phone number, Kathy? <laughs> Our phone number is 424-226-2037. That's right. And you can call right now and leave some message. And Boogie will check it in a few and months. <laughs> in all fairness. Uh, no fairness. There's in no fairness, fairness here. Nobody said nothing for months. You set and it so up then, and you so then wanted I, people to call and you don't check it And up. they didn't. Well, nobody was checking. So I just maybe a little more forgot about it a little bit more. If so. you told me how to check it, I'd check it every fucking oh day. Oh, my God. You fucking Jesus Christ. Were you that annoying kid I'm in class? I'm a teacher's pet. That's exactly it. You're t- I'm, I'm the one who writes the show. Okay, and Armani, and whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're one of the main hosts. Go to I don't six think you classes, get to be the teacher's Armani. pet. You are the teacher. I am the teacher and the pet. You just spin your little things so you can go back in time and go to multiple classes. John thinks he's being very smart right now. John, to be quiet. Turn off his mic. <laughs> I was complimenting you. No. <laughs> whatever, teacher's pet. So anyway, <laughs> so I go, oh, I haven't checked this in a while. There's probably nothing. Oh, look, there's been something there for a month. Buggy, and it buggy, was really buggy. cute. And I'm just going to play it. And it's, 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 a, it's, it's a little song. Hi, Buggy and company, long-time listener, first-time caller, uh, speaking in speculums. Metal duck bill, cold as ice, nibbling on my vast inside. Stupid speculum, I'm not very fond of you. No, duck dodeo, poor replacement for a dick. Need to feel you when I'm sick. Awful speculum, I'm not very fond of you. Oh, every year when I get my smear at the gyno, I must in do the torture test to make sure that I'm fine. No, must be a crime. Oh, <laughs> KY jelly doesn't help. If you use it, still I help. Stupid speculum I'm not very fond of. 
Sure wish I could be replaced by a heart on I'm not very fond of you. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. I was going to edit the little piece out, but I'm like, no. oh, let it run. It's a minute. Yeah. The sp- and they didn't leave a name? They did not. It's the Speculum oh. song from- That's my favorite part. It's a mystery. It's a mystery Speculum singer. Do-do, do-dee-do. That's, that's Ernie's Rubber Ducky rubber song. Ducky, yeah. Huh? That's from Sesame oh, Street. Rubber that Ducky. Ernie's, nice. Yeah. It's rubby, rubber, he talks about rubber his Rubber Ducky, ducky in the back. So Speculum Bill, Rubber Ducky, I could see where the parody, the parody came from. I well, love that song. That's, that's very, very adorable, and I'm glad- I'm you glad know I what? found it. It came a in November. Listener, okay, you know what? what? You're giving me access to that phone number. You can so have I can it. Check it. Fine, I will. Whatever. A listener actually sat down and wrote a speculum song and then rehearsed it. And then finally, when she thought she was ready, she gave us a call. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm saying it's cool. What's the number again? It is 424-226-2037. Rest assured, if you leave something, I will check it. God damn it. You uppity. <laughs> Teacher's pet. Was that the only? Me, 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 me. Was that the only perverted mailbox? Did yes, you say? It was. Okay, well then we do this. Then nope, we do this. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Rubber ducky, you're my. You know what I want to sing with you, Kathy? When I squeeze you, you make noise. Quack quack quack. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Who sang that in Ernie? Was that, Ernie well, that was Ernie Sesame Street? Yeah, I'm a little kid again. I love that song. You know what I was singing with you? What? Uh, what's it? God damn it! From the Jerk. I know, I know, you belong. No, I don't know that one. Tonight you belong to me. From no. the Jerk. What was it? Steve Martin and what's Steve her Martin, face? But I always remember. Um, um, what's the other one? I, never mind. We're good. Yeah, no, we're I professionals. Was, was just right there. All right, fine. What's he sings a song? Steve Martin. Steve Martin and Bernadette Peters. It's Bernadette Peters, and they sing this beautiful, sweet. They're walking on the beach. How's it go? I just sang it to you. It's, you belong to me. Yeah, you belong. It's like a little ukulele song, and it's like just beautiful. Banjo. It's a really huh? Banjo. No, it's ukulele. I thought it was banjo. No, it's ukulele. Is it "See the Pyramids Along the Nile"? No. No. Sight of, no, well, those look, are the uh, lyrics from "You Belong to Me." No, it's no, it's, it's "Tonight You Belong to Me." Tonight. It's a different ah, song. It's a tonight. Okay. Yeah, it's very I love sweet. Bernadette Peters. It's very sweet. Yes. All right, we'll, we'll sing, sing it one, one day. day. One day. All right, we'll sing it to each other, and we'll look All in each other's right. lines and bump genitals. We will not what? bump genitals. I just remembered it. I, I always think of uh, picking out a thermos for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was another. That was another classic. Yes, yeah, another I classic. I remember seeing that movie a long time ago. I don't remember these. Yeah. It's good. You should watch it again. Oh, I think I will. Especially if you hate oil. Yeah, uh, it's true. Huh. Okay. Well, we have a couple of small ones. We just throw in here That's because they were. Said. Oh, okay. Oh, did you hear what Unger said? Couple did you hear ones. him? Just, yes, guess we we'll did. just throw a couple small ones in here. They don't add up, do they? Oh my god. That's what fingers are for. Mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. Unger's unemployed now, so he sells dirty jokes. Who knew? Uh-huh. Who knew? Uh-huh. I see right. what it is. Give us, give us what you got. Okay, so Drew wrote to us and said, I just wanted to start off by saying that I really love the podcast, and you guys are becoming my idols in the BDSM and kink scene. We're that idols. Was- <laughs> what? 
There's no right. I look more you like a golden sizes. This I'm not day. a golden calf, but I'm definitely a cow. That's just I definitely have the cow thing. That we can both. Boast. Guess, I'm not golden though. I haven't seen the sun in literally like three years. That's true. You're yeah. like a hermit coming out like the sun is killing. I'm a very me. pale cow. Just not a good idol with my right. walker. Drew says I was wondering if you guys have any recommendations for kink or BDSM related music. I am a huge music head and would love to involve it in my placings. I have two songs I listened to beforehand, Bruises and Bite Marks by Good With Grenades and Flesh by Paul Simons. I don't know what those are. Paul Simons or Paul Simons? It says Simons. Is that like some weird alternative I don't know who Paul band? Simons or Simmons. All right. I don't Drew know is on the phone. He's on it. As soon as I said that, he picked up his phone. Okay. But he, Drew says, but I... Drew? Oh, Dell, sorry. Del. This is Drew. I'm all, Drew I'm, goes on to say, but on? I would love to expand my playlist. So, do we have any recommendations? Anybody? Uh, <laughs> masochism Tango. Thank you, Drew. I mean, Dell. <laughs> what is it? Masochism Tango? The Masochism Tango. Now, you're talking oh. about before play scenes. I get, yeah. I, I was get, getting more genres and, and stuff than actual songs. Uh, do you song? like it up the ass by the G-spots or the wet spots? Okay. Uh, one that I used to use a lot was a Slut by Velvet Acid Christ. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is, Boogie? Because you said it like, mm, yes, ah, I've heard of slut. it. Yes, slut. yes, that's yes. a good it's like, one. It's like his slowest song. <laughs> I, I also do, use Speedball OD. I do know Slut. You also do what? I also like his song Speedball OD. Um, Speedball Which OD. is like complete opposites. Speedball being heroin and cocaine mixed together. I know together. what a Speedball is. That's right, because you're a junkie. I saw Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, dear okay. God. <laughs> Anybody else? So these Del? are just kinky Anything songs, else? or this is music that well, we use? It, it literally said... Kink or BDSM related music? Yeah, or uh, well, you know, there's a category on Wikipedia of just songs about BDSM. Oh. But there's like, I wouldn't play Masochism t- Tango in a scene. Like it's what a very happy a song. Yeah. What like, would you play? I, I don't know. Um, Slut, I would play. Closer, maybe. Or? Yeah, Closer is a Nine Inch Nails. Closer is yeah, a good closer, one. It's a pretty standard. Um, that's and it's kind of a that's pretty much a standard one. Um, if you want to get to my extent of things. Uh, a bunch of Suicide Commando songs. Blind Torture Kills, a popular one. Uh, Love Breed Suicide's a great one. Um, but yeah, it's, it, these are not always happy songs. Cool. See, and those are, eh. Now, I will, I will listen to a lot of things that aren't necessarily kink-related. Um, uh, High Lung is one that I really like listening to, uh, but they're a very more tribal, uh, Germanic tribal-sounding stuff. That's a when lot you're of fucking. people like that's that. That's when Unger puts face paint on, rips off his clothes, and runs in yeah, and yeah. takes himself a victim. Kind of crazy, yeah. 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 <laughs> you mentioned also genres. Does that be, yeah. be specific? Like what? Well, that, that's more like 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 a lot of different tribal type stuff along that lines. Uh, a lot of there's a band that I really like. Uh, uh, this Mornomina. A lot of their stuff's really good in the scene, uh, especially off of the Serpent. Ro- Rose or mm-hmm. the Serpent Blanc. They did a double album. One of them has a song for all of the Zodiac constellations. Wow. Including Ophiuchus. Um, and what, what? He's talking like, all of a sudden I'm just like, Weird. stop, just stop but, for a second. Stop. But, those, but that album <laughs> is really good for, for uh, scenes. Ah, nice. See, I Unger should make a list. Unger should Unger make Unger's, Unger, Unger's, Unger's fucking list. kinky playlist Yes, for people that like, because I, this is so... Like, I don't yeah. listen to music when I fuck or play. I, I mean, I don't I, generally, but I do like 
it's not. I don't. It's not necessarily white noise, but I like something kind of level. And I, I you've probably never heard of this, but I like this group called Midnight Syndicate. Oh, I love yeah. them. Midnight Syndicate's they amazing. Good. I love them because it's just background Midnight music. Sy- and they, yet do, it's interesting. Um, they do like horror music Nox for Arcana. houses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nox is along those lines as well. If you haven't heard them before, uh-huh. uh, check them out. They're very much like Midnight Syndicate. Um, if you want to go again down the tribal, but kind of like that, Beats Antique is fantastic. I know a lot of people who like that tribal stuff, especially when they're like beating or flogging. Yeah. Or oh no, tribal drums are great for for beating too, for flogging too, right. for caning too. What about uh, bagpipe music? Bagpipe music is good. Oh no, it's good. Mind play. Come here, that bitch. does Seriously. not sound like Come bagpipe here, music at all. Barbarian pipe, and, Barbarian pipe band is fantastic for scene. What? Yeah, see? see? What? He fuck would you, know. Kathy? Yeah. No, you're Bag trying pipes. to make a Wicked bad joke. Oh, you don't even depending on the scene. Well. If you're if you're doing like a, a a gentle soothing like light spanking scene, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Kennedys, fresh fruit for rotting vegetables. Oh, yeah. yeah, just play that album. Residents. Wait, was I'm that the correct name of the album? I don't remember. Fresh Fruit. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. I have it. It's um, a fucking amazing album. The Residents could be fun. Yeah. Another one that I can't even I can't even say the name right, but I know the song "Sweet Dreams." Oh, okay. well, Rhythmics. there's the Marilyn Manson version, and then the Eurythmics, Eurythmics version. Yeah. Version is the original. I love Eurythmics. Right. Well, there you I go. I think that's the original. I think before that. We just geeked out. We just totally. Now we're just talking about music now. Okay, no, no. I'm bringing okay. the show back to kink. Thank you. Nice. It's always about kink. Okay, the <laughs> second. <laughs> it's called Perverted Podcast, <laughs> you fucking bump channel. I know. That's what I'm saying. The same Hopefully question was. Hopefully, to the listeners, some of that is hopeful. I, you know Thank what? you, Unger. Thank Drew? you for your imp- Unger wanted validation. I would right like there. Drew to write. No, I to want us. Drew to be. I want to make sure that we're we're actually exactly. addressing See, Drew because he's Drew focused asked the on question. the listener boogie. Unlike you, I'm focused on all the listeners. No, you. Yes, not. I am. I'm so focused on them. I'm so thinking of them all focused. naked. See, this <laughs> is not <laughs> just the a kind big of focus. We're pile talking about. of perverted podcast listeners, sweaty and intertwined. Oh my god! Just, just, just like one fan. It's just like, like one, the soundtrack. just like yes. one giant airport fan in one side of the room and another at the end to kind of just you know waft out the stink because I and I think about those things. Okay, but the re- just intertwine. Just Drew, you know what? Write to us and tell us if that helped because we'd really like to know. And the next one we had was from Princess. She writes in the she wrote is in this Princess Princess the same princess that Unger was trying to get to orgasm in the chat during episode one eighty three. I just have we have a featured I orgasm think in the chat right now. I told her that we were going to be talking about her. It's oh my not, god, is yes. that her featured orgasm? No, it is oh. not because no. uh, she. Oh. Has Wait, are you going to shame her right now? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Do not shame somebody who sent us their orgasm. I'm not shaming. I'm just saying uh, there was technical a, difficulties. There was a clear edit. In her uh, orgasm, it was done for positive reasons. That no, she had the orgasm, and then you're supposed to say post uh, orgasm, either thank you, perverted podcast, or something. And there was a clear edit where probably she forgot to say it, and then edited it in afterwards. Maybe she and said I just it late, say, and the person sending it just closed. The gap. No, no, I don't think so. I'm an audio kind of guy, can't be. Princess, we're not. Princess, get your back orgasm. and come again. <laughs> Who said anything about the orgasm? Go come again. Put it at the end of your orgasm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's so mean. Well, Princess does have a question. That is good. All right. She says, PP's it here, slowly working my way up to zombie status. I come from a predominantly conservative monogamous community, which makes it difficult to be able to go out and enjoy the kind of fun I like to have. And most of us who do are quite private and withheld. Finding partners who meet my needs has been quite the challenge. 
I got lucky enough to find a local munch and a few local pervs from FetLife, one of which introduced me to this amazing podcast and the phenomenal Discord channel. Thank you so much, Sir Insurrection. Do you guys have any advice to give to the people who may be in a similar situation? She says, P.S. Unger, you are still a sexy ogre. You are a sexy, <laughs> sexy ogre. Sexy ogre. <laughs> a sexy ogre. Just for that, I'm going to continue looking into what we're discussing in the chat room right now. Uh-oh. Oh. What are you discussing? Uh, we're, we're going crazy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that different from any other night? I, I, I almost don't want to talk about this because I'm afraid people will try it. <laughs> Come on, what is it? Now you you okay, wait, 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 wait. The views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kevin. Boogie and Unger. Thank you for playing that. Okay, okay. <laughs> what, what, what are they talking about? We're, we're trying to figure out if we can microchip her. I wonder why people not try that. People are microchipping. Why not? It's cool new in You thing. microchip dogs. Exactly. No, you microchip and, and people. Hats. People are being microchipped. I think, Kids, what is it, Denmark, Holland, well, whatever. Blood, uh, London, blood, they're fighting it right now. Yeah, a lot of people are business and uh, are microchipping, so and, why not? And I found the, the way to, I found the uh, equipment needed to microchip people. Yeah, let's and do it. And register them. Let's do it. Let's just We've re- talked so much about people in smaller areas <laughs> and how do Sorry. you go about finding, you know, local pervs and everything. I don't, can we actually come up with something new? What? You're not listening to a word I said. Well, I, I was trying to find the featured orgasm jingle. I, I guess yeah. it also what depends was? on like small places. All small places are slightly different. It's like, yeah. oh, you might be in like rural Vermont and you can drive across the border to Massachusetts and there's a bit more, but or. like drive further. Like I can't yeah. think of anything like more productive besides try to find other sources besides um, FetLife, like maybe Reddit, maybe. Was the find- question how to find partners in a place where there's not a lot of partners? Finding partners who meet my needs has been quite the challenge. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Princess. Uh, what y'all? What y'all need to do? Uh-oh. You need to get yourself, you know, some sexy outfit, something sexy, something real sexy. Not necessarily covering, you know, not necessarily exposing your uh, your uh, genitalia, genital, your genitalia, but just something <laughs> sexy. And uh, then maybe take a shot of tequila. And I want you to get a big sign that says, "I need kinky motherfuckers." And then I want you to go to the library. <laughs> Just a public library. Just stand outside, and I just want you to wave that sign around, and uh, you'll get arrested. I mean, don't 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 get me wrong; you will go to jail, but there will be some people that will see you, that will judge you openly, and then they will um, they'll probably contact you. No, no, princess, don't do what Boogie just said. That's, okay, no tequila oh. because you can't consent with alcohol. I get it, Kathy. Just uh-huh. just make your sign. Um, but uh, it, it, what Unger? She she said she's going to send another one in. It really, Aww. I mean... It Does she re- feel shamed? No. Okay. And, but she will actually call out Boogie in this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, I should I should reject these more often. Uh, that's her standards. That, that's get awesome. Better. Just what would be even better if it was like, oh, this is for Boogie. <laughs> Just that little gag of repulsion at the end. No, I mean, a lot of this really has to come down to how out you're willing to be. If you're someone who's not out a small community, you're, you're screwed. If you're a little more out, then you can risk having more conversations. You're being the person to initiate more of those conversations and, of course, initiating those conversations on other non-kink uh, relationship uh, websites, which is, a, I mean, once again, you're, you're getting into the tire kicker thing where it's horrible. A lot of people on like OKCupid or Match.com or any of these things, they'll be like, well, I want to fuck you. So sure, I'm I'm kinky. I'll try it. 
but there are some kinky people that are on some of the non-kink uh uh whatever match sites yeah that's true those are those are those are a possibility and also it really is if you're I, i've been on those dating sites and they they'll are, actually flat out say i'm kinky i'm poly i'm whatever sure. so and yeah but a lot of people will see your profile that says i'm interested in kink and a lot of people, because they want to fuck you, will be like, "Well, yeah, I, I, I do that." Tire kickers. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot. Of, well, they're th- those are just flat out people that those are, are just, just liars. Just liars, <laughs> you know. And so that's a little more difficult. But yeah, I mean, there's it. It's just tough. I mean, our show is based on people in communities that don't have big pools of opportunity. I and mean, that's true. Before before the internet, Carlos talks about threshold. The only way that you knew even Threshold was here was you'd have to look in the back of a magazine somewhere yeah. where they advertised. Shitty little Hollywood Express or whatever, and then you had to actually send like a dollar in a self-addressed stamped envelope, and then they would mail you back a location. Yeah. Yeah. So, was- I mean, it surely improved. But yeah, like Del said, you're you're going to have to drive. And you know what? It's You just make kinky trips. Like a lot of, uh, a lot of people... Who live in a place that don't have uh, any real kink? They will a couple times a year. They'll save up, and you'll make your vacation to go to one of the outdoor kink festivals or one of the big conventions uh, in another state, and you'll drive across a couple states, and you'll make a trip out of it. Or even if it's not, you know, if it's only like five hundred miles, five hundred miles is an eight-hour drive. You get a you get a hotel for the night. You know, you can go to a party that's you know. Uh, in another state or far away, you just there are a lot of great events that happen every year, all different parts the, of the country. There's all around yeah. the country, so it's just you're going to have to kind of suck it up and just be like, well, I'm going to drive. You know, I'm going to drive, and you may not do it every weekend like we get to out here, but there there is kink. Yeah, there's just more prep time versus like yeah, it's more pre- yeah, it's in more LA. It's like oh, I feel like going to a thing. Like it yeah. will be a blue moon of like there's nothing on Friday. What the hell? Right. Like I can just go somewhere and I'm set. But yeah. you you need to prep to get your kink yeah. on but and it can be and that's where you do your preemptives on your fet lives and stuff like that to see if there's people at that event that you can then maybe meet and and you're uh, guaranteed to be in a place where you're not going to be in trouble because everybody meeting there is kinky unlike yeah. unger who was outed recently unger what happened with how'd you get outed very recently well it was, it was weird so uh, we've discussed i was recently laid off and today i had lunch with a former co-worker because um, I needed to pick something up that he had. and um, This is someone I used to talk to daily and consider a friend. Now we don't get to, to see each other every day anymore. We don't talk. Right. So we, we went and had lunch. And pretty early on at lunch, he kind of says, Oh, I found your podcast. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> so that kind of turned the conversation for the rest of the day. You're like, Oh, oh my God. Hi. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, I do How did thing. you feel about that? With him, I was actually okay. But it was still kind of a moment of... Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're all, I have a drinking problem, and uh, <laughs> well, I, mean, I black out, and for some reason I'm just very consistent about winding up in this weird place. I've been vague about doing a lot of, of things, so he kind of had a feeling that I do weird things. We had talked about I do regular meetings on Mondays and stuff like that. So That's he kind of put. He's funny. a smart guy. And oh, we're the regular meeting. <laughs> hey, look, we're Unger's regular meeting. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he tracked we're it down. We're meeting. And, uh, Unger's regular. Yeah. 
spent some time tracking it down, and uh, he's listened to a few episodes. Cool. Well. My name is and Unger, and I'm kinky. He, he may uh, show up for a show sometime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that God bless so him. Bizarre. That is so bizarre. That is... Wow. Uh, that is absolutely wonderful. That is dedication and research. Well, actually, apparently, we, we, we discussed he actually has a FetLife account and has for a while. Oh, oh so he's kinky. Oh. Well, no, he has. He's, he's, he's only watched. Okay, that's still he's tire kicker. So he's a voyeur. Yeah. Tire kicker. Tire kicker. See, you know what? That is kind of derogatory. It is. That is not a good term to use for people who are new no, at I, all. I never, it's actually not a, people. Is, it's a diff, it is a different... Thing than new people that we just we said that I mean it's not a new it just sounds derogatory it's well, just it's like meant but, to be but, derogatory. In, but when you go to a, a, a place to look at a car you kick the tires you want to make the a tire you know, kicker is a derogatory term because if you go to a, a dealership to kick the tire it is proof to the guy selling the, the car that you don't know what the fuck you're doing kicking you a tire is what someone who doesn't know anything about cars does oh it also shows that you don't trust them well why should i trust when you go, you? When you, go to, you don't kick tires at a new car shop you do it at a used car shop. See, these are things I didn't know. I and, and, never bought a car. It's, it's like, I don't know. have money. I don't go to a car lot. Yeah. And if I did, I'd look, the guy, out there I'd look them right the in the <laughs> eye and go, I don't trust you. You're a fucking salesman. I don't need to kick your tires. I don't trust you. I don't you. trust you. And if you expect me to trust you being a salesman, you can eat a bag of gigantic dicks. I would pay to hear you say that to a car salesman. If they're like, what? Don't you trust me? Yeah, you fucking I'm Guido, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking Guido, shut the fuck up and sell a car. Oh, my God. All right, are we going on? Is that uh, it? Yeah. This is a uh, short show. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Look, it's in an hour and something. <laughs> we, we're we only like three minutes over. No, we are not. It. We're usually half an oh, hour. great. See, God damn it. Now I got the... Oh, it's this one. It's <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm. <laughs> And titillate our listeners with your featured orgasm. That's right, baby. Mm. You're all over the place. I s- <laughs> what jingle do I press now? You know, <laughs> we got these library prank people here, and I just want to make sure that they get the full treatment. Uh-huh. You know, the full. Now that I'm aware of them, I want to make sure. They get all that is the glory of perverted podcast in one show. That's true. Uh, we have a featured orgasm. It's not princesses because she has to go and do it again. Poor princess. Go and masturbate yet That's again. Horrible. You they seem very happy orgasm. that they have to redo it. Huh? They didn't seem upset. It's horrible that she has to go have another orgasm. That is that's a terrible awful. thing no, to, well, have that's to ask why. somebody. Then don't shame me for you know putting down. I you like know, shaming you. Some, well, okay, that's fine. Well, so she's looking forward to now adding. Calling out boogie on it. It's fucking gonna be great. She's got to call the whole time. Yeah, just don't fake it. (laughs) Don't fake. God damn it. I say fake it till you make it. No, well, if you make it, that's fine. You could fake, you you know, you could be like, ah, boogie. What? <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> asphyxiation that might be a cool sound to. Uh, uh, this is good. All right, so <laughs> no breath play in the dungeon. That's right. Oh my She's God. not in the dungeon. Come to the love lab. <laughs> That's where the love lab comes in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so here, love pain. Good old love pain has uh, has come forth and bestowed upon us uh, a moment of glory in her life. It, why are you laughing? Is she what? someone from the Discord? Yeah, she's in the Discord, and not only that, but they were. She, we heard these live um, oh. a couple weeks ago during <laughs> the show. Oh, really? 
That is so. You oh, have already good. you have already experienced had a the golden yeah. tones of of love pain. Oh yeah. Well then, for our uh, on fire, so. our fine uh, perverted podcast audience, let us all now celebrate and enjoy the various sounds and moans and loves of love pain. is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us recording. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, God damn it, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining God their kick. God damn it, find out about Threshold.org. Thank you to everybody in the love, in the, I keep saying the love lab. In it the is the love lab. dungeon tonight, especially Unger and everybody in that crazy Discord chat room. <laughs> Thank you, Dell, for sitting in and being our guest host. <laughs> Thank you to Scotty and Simon for being the only ones in the audience. They're canoodling on the couch over there while canoodling. we're having the show. Yeah, the audience like has just been sitting empty. Wait, isn't canoodling when you catch a giant catfish with your arm in the mud? Oh, that's just noodling. No. They're canoodling. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. You just come in with your arm and just, you know, just put your fingers in her and then just, yeah, noodler. Just noodler. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, <laughs> get to the noodle. Email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or you call us at 424-226-2037. I promise I will check that phone number. What? And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, are you ready for this, Kathy? Yes, I'm ready. Kathy, you know, sometimes I go through some things in my life. Oh, God. I got a new music project. Another one. It's called Janitor Music. This is the music yeah, yeah. to clean toilets by? This is pretty much. <laughs> this is. So I, I started it a while ago because, you know, I'm a janitor. You know, it can be kind of melancholy and bittersweet. And uh, and so I, I'm like. You made happy music? No. No. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's reflective, but it's like acoustic. And so I just uh, I made a video at Threshold last week. I literally just made a video of, well, here's here's what I do. Which actually our perverted podcast listeners might Where do you post these videos? On YouTube, on our YouTube, our perverted podcast uh, YouTube channel. What about on our uh, perverted podcast FetLife account? Uh, sometimes I post on there. The okay, well, you know, because I suck, Kathy. I'm a failure in fucking life and there, you I, have it. I, That's didn't it. I just say I'm that. an awful I'm an awful person. No, I just because I don't remember just You're in like a very janitorial, self reflective mood. Yeah, very self. <laughs> so anyway, this is janitor so it's kinda like folk music, but it's reflective. And I just literally videotaped here's 
some of what I do when I clean during the week. So it's oh, kind very of depressing, interesting. But kind of cool. Like, hey, well, this is what the threshold janitor does. Hopefully, and, somebody will watch that, one of our listeners, and, and maybe email you and say, Boogie, I got a job for you. You got to stop doing here, that. got a job for you. Just, you know, here, produce. <laughs> you can come empty my trash cans. You and Unger. Good job for both of you. It's actually just a resume in case threshold, uh, you know, goes belly up and I need to. A video a, resume. Just a I video like resume. Here's my cleaning skills at threshold. So, this is a song called Wicked Plans, and we will see you guys next week for Pajama Erotica. Is it pajama erotica? Yes, it is. Oh, I thought the thirty first was pajama erotica. Since but that that's right. Sorry. I watched the dogs of Africa chase down a sprinting zebra. Their eyes filled black and crazed as the flesh filled up their faces. And I wondered in the scale of life just where I firmly stand. Am I the carnivore or pray for someone's wicked plans? As a child I dreamed I'd tantalize the masses I'd swear I'd prove you wrong if you said I wouldn't make it But somewhere along the way the scepter shattered in my hand Am I the carnivore or pray for someone's wicked plans? tasted many sins and I ran in many races. You'll never be a champion just watching from the stands. Was I the carnivore or pray for someone's wicked plans? Was I the carnivore or pray for someone's wicked